Welcome back to another episode of Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. Thank you so much for joining me. And guys, we are in the energy of a Leo full moon right now. And so we're going to start our conversation off with a little intuitive reading more relating to the energy that we're in right now and some, uh, I guess, uh, suggestions of of things you should be doing right now you may want to consider while we're in this energy. So um, if the Leo full moon, you know, if you're listening to this uh, soon after I air it, we are currently on uh, February the 9th to 2020 and the full moon depending on where you live um, it's most likely uh, had already occurred either on the 8th or early in the a.m. if you're on the east coast of the United States so it really depends on where you are in the world and I know we have listeners that are in various parts of the earth Um, so regardless right now the energy is uh, still present okay so whenever there is a full moon we know that the energy is really strong around that full moon okay Um, and so this Leo full moon really really is uh, is calling upon us to have self-expression, to really dig deep into our hearts and our soul's desire, to move away from ego, um, and really to connect with our true selves. And so uh, there's uh, so many ways you can do that. And your soul right now is calling out to you to tap into that, that piece of you, to tap into your heart, to your heart chakra. Um, there's also a connection with Leo with your your back and your spine. Um, and so doing some yoga right now around this, this energy would be another uh, great way to tap into it. Um, in general, um, we can do exercises, uh, stretches for our, our back and our body, our legs, our arms. Um, we could also do warm baths. Baths are great around a full moon um, because water we know is it really carries energy and so taking um, a nice bath some of you may be familiar with the spiritual bath and maybe one day we'll have a conversation about that um, that may be something you want to consider um, but just in general with we know that there's actually science around changing the energy through water and gosh I forget the name of the researcher Um, However, you can look this up on your own about uh, how he did this study in regards to emotions and speaking over water and those that carry that positive energy, the love um, with them that the water turned into these the crystals that when you're looking at the molecules under a microscope turned into these beautiful images and then those that presented with anger or hurt or trauma it was very um you know uh I guess, more rigid type of images that came up under the microscope with the molecules. So there is actually science behind this, okay? Science in your words. And we'll get into this when we get into our conversation for today. But right now, um, I want you to take that knowledge and speak into your water, whether it's a bath or taking a glass that you're going to drink. Before you drink it, speak over it. What is it that your heart 
heart is saying to you right now and it's Leo full moon what part of your creative side needs to flourish where do you need love and encouragement in and this does not have to do just with relationships it could be with your heart's desire for your your goals in life where you think you should be headed beyond your job um, and speak into that that glass that you're going to drink of water and the thing that you want and desire and that you need to assist you in that and then drink it and you're drinking in that energy right you're manifesting that that energy not to mention right now um regardless if we're in a full moon or not but especially in full moon phase we know that that pole has uh ability to really tap into our bodies the fluid that's within and we are made up of vast amount of fluid in our bodies as you know and even though some will argue that the pull of the moon may be very minimal on humans i've expressed in previous episodes that i've seen the changes in those that may not um, be able to verbalize or maybe younger um, and as well as our animals we can witness these changes that occur during a full moon so know that your fluid um, the energy inside of you may be shifting may be influenced make sure you're drinking enough water and um you know stay hydrated and and take your baths as i mentioned before um and just know that this pull of the moon could have effects on you such as you may feel really really energized um, or some of you may feel really lethargic it really depends on the individual but it's it's really no in between right now some of us are greatly affected by the moon um But you can really control this by becoming grounded, breathing exercises, meditation, okay? So taking those moments to do some of the meditative practices that we talked about in our previous episodes. Um, You may want to do some of the relaxation techniques, um, deep breathing to help you um, during this phase and to really to connect to your heart. Um, And so you know, take that moment. I, in terms of the intuitive piece of this, it's really strong energy. So it depends on what you're feeling. Are you feeling really energized? If you feel that intense energy, it may be time to go ahead and go for that thing that you have been desiring, that creative project that you've been wanting to do. This may be the time for that. If your body is telling you that it's time to take a rest and you're feeling very worn down listen to your body take that moment it may not be time for you to start anything new it may not be time for you to sign any new contracts and hey let's not forget that if you are listening to this episode um during the month of February in 2020, we are approaching a Mercury retrograde. And so that is something to consider. Um, In that moment, things slow down in terms of our communication or technology. We may notice that, um, you know, we may overlook things. Things may go wrong with our electronics or travel. So we want to make sure that we are in tune with our body, listening to our bodies, being intuitive in that way and follow the lead of what's going on internally, okay? 
So do your deep breathing, do your meditation, place your hands over your heart as you're breathing, as you're doing those exercises, and take a moment to manifest during this powerful, powerful energy. Speak out what it is that you need, the support that you need from the universe. Don't be afraid to ask for it and don't be afraid to put out there what it is that you want put it out there okay sometimes we're not clear with what it is it may not be a thing it may not be a person put out into the universe what you feel in your heart that you need that you desire is it more time at home is it more time with your family or friends is it more abundant so that you have more freedom is it freedom is it a decreasing of stress what is it that you desire so yeah Yeah, money may be a conduit to get to that thing, right? A good job may be a conduit to get to that, but be specific on why you want those things, why you need those things, what you need to be able to get to the true heart of the matter, right? The true inner self, that deep part of ourselves, which may be freedom, it may be strength, it may be intuition, whatever it is, put it out there. Right now we're in a powerful time to be able to ask for it, okay? So that is the first part of our conversation today in our intuitive reading. Um, not very long, but I think it's uh, it's really meant for you to take it and to sit with it and to meditate on that. We're going to move into our second part of our conversation, and um, I don't anticipate this being a long discussion today as well. I am feeling a little bit of uh, scratchiness in my throat. I'm not going to put it out there because our our conversation really pertains to this, Um, and I will say that I am healthy, yet I'm going to listen to my body, and we're not going to have a long episode this time. Okay. Um, So today we're actually going to talk a little bit about curses and spells. And I don't want to scare anyone. And we're not talking about witchcraft or anything that can, you know, maybe against your practices. I will say another episode we will have will be on the misconceptions and the stereotypes that are surrounding some of those practices that you may be familiar with or you may have heard old wise tales about. But today, we're going to talk a little bit about the energy and the power around words, okay? So, let's start with a little bit of neuroscience, okay? A little bit of connection to your brain. I've shared that I have training um, in this area as an expert, and my doctoral training relates to this um, in terms of neuroscience and behavior. And I wanna give you a little bit of background. I like to connect spirituality with science, and so I think it's important for us to see that we are, science and our anatomy is spiritual. Think about it, right? What you get to see with us and what we present is what spirit, what the universe, what the divine creator made. It is spirituality. And so when we look at that, when we look at our anatomy, it's really looking at the eyes and the the mindset, if you will, the, the ideas of the divine creator, right? 
it's it's a look into that that whole magnificent concept. And so one thing I want you to know about your brain is that you have these different sections of your brain called lobes. And the one uh, lobe of your brain, we call it the temporal lobe if you're, if you're interested, but this, this lobe of your brain, you have it on your right side and you have it on your left side. And it's the closest area of your brain to your, your ears for hearing. And so it makes sense, right? That those parts of your brain would be connected with hearing and auditory sound sound and receiving information, right? And so, yes, so receiving messages through sound, it's located within your those lobes that are closest to your ears and the side of your brain. Here's the thing, deep within those areas, you also have the areas for your emotions and for storing your emotional memory, for your emotions and storing your emotional memory. So that being said, you literally become your emotions. What you are hearing, your body will keep score of. Literally, what you hear, you have parts that are located within that auditory area that are deep within there that will respond and will say, hey, this is not a good thing. You better remember this, right? Or this was great. Let's do that again, right? It starts to file these emotional memories and starts to actually change the chemical makeup of that part of your brain. The cells and the structures, the neurons, we call them, will start to alter and change based upon what you are hearing. So imagine hearing negativity, whether it's from a partner, a parent, a teacher, someone that is supposed to protect you, or from, as we spoke about in our last episode, music or things that are entertaining us, what you hear, you are literally becoming. It is up to you to control what you are hearing. Let's talk a little bit about the word curse. Okay, so when you hear that word curse, the definition of that means an utterance to harm. So we literally are being perhaps cursed throughout our lives. When someone says that they cursed someone out, what do you think that means? That he cursed her out. Their verbal utterances are to harm. Those areas of your brain start to keep score and start to hear what you are being cursed by. Even if you're a strong person and you say, no, you know, that doesn't bother me. What if someone is telling you, you know, you're nothing or I don't know why they selected you for that position you know, or you overhear someone talking about you, even though you don't believe it, you can start to internalize it and your body keeps score and starts to follow that into your emotional memory. You start to believe what you are hearing. Literally, they are cursing you. It's up to us to protect ourselves, right? It's up to us to be grounded and to avoid those individuals, avoid those negative things that will curse you. 
I cannot recall the name of the individual that I heard, but he said, and perhaps several people have have used this as well, um, but he said, show me your group of friends, right? Show me your group of friends and I'll show you your future. Show me the people that you surround yourself with and I will show you your future. Are they cursing you? Or are they supporting you? Are they feeding into you? Are you feeding into them? Are you cursing each other with negativity? You are the only limitation in your life. So be very aware of the words that you utter and that you allow other, others to utter to you. As you are speaking about yourself, be very careful, even in a joking way, about what you say. I don't allow anyone in my presence to speak in that way. I don't care if you are a family member to someone I am working with. If I hear someone say, that's just me, you know, I'm just, I'm such a, you know, clumsy person and I'm just a little bit disorganized. I said, no, don't say that. What you need to say is, I am working on becoming more organized, or it is my desire to be more organized, to not be as clumsy, right? Change the words that you are saying. I catch myself all the time. I've gotten a lot better at it, but I am very, very careful about cursing. I do not allow other people to speak to me in a way that I feel may be cursing me. Okay. So even if they're trying to be supportive, um, sometimes the words may be a little bit negative. You know, uh, I think even something so simple as saying, oh, I'm so sorry for you. Right. That's horrible. Um, There's a better way of saying that. You know, uh, I, I send blessings your way. This must be challenging for you right now, all right? Um, so just change the way that we are speaking. Now, here's another word. So we talked about curses, and I said we're going to talk about spells. And so the, the, the term for spell, when you think about a spell, the definition of that is really using your words, right? Using your words to create, using your words as magic or incantation that is a spell so it can be somewhat interchangeable if you think about the curse there's an utterance and a spell there are words they're both words but the curse is to cause harm even without intention it can cause harm a spell right is an incantation that is trying to bring about something a spell is more of um there is more of an intention right that's an intention there so we don't have to get all mystical and magical here to talk about the word spell, but even when someone is praying for someone, virtually we are talking about a spell, the use of your words to bring about something. That is a spell, right? So a word that connects to spell is abracadabra. You know, the words they use when they do magic shows. And so when they say abracadabra, 
abracadabra. Have you ever thought of what that meant? I never thought about it, but I've heard actually a few talks where um, these individuals have actually focused their talks on abracadabra. And so it really got me thinking, let me look this word up for myself. Now, those individuals actually shared in their conversations definitions, but I had to do my own research. And what I found went even deeper than what they had shared. Let me start with the original meaning of abracadabra, that word that brings about magic. It is a language, originally the Aramaic language that preceded Hebrew, that was, it's a very old language. And it means, abracadabra means, it will be created in words. It will be created in words. See, one thing that the people had during ancient times is this true connection to spirit remember this is this is before right a lot of our, our ancient um, practices were before we had structures that we called churches before we actually had books that we used as our rules and guidance um, for religion to connect us to spirit they were just connected, right? And so some of this we're just trying to get back to. As you know, we've written things down where it got a little murky is that people were trying to interpret things on their own. And that interpretation and those perceptions as humans do, right? It's just human, it's human instinct started to get things a little bit murky and change that connection from spirit to man. And that's just my opinion. But if we look back at these ancient practices and at some of these definitions, truly eye-opening, your words really create, right? Now, here is the Hebrew word. So the Hebrew definition of abracadabra is ab, meaning father, ben, meaning son, and the last portion of the word meaning Holy Spirit. Do you see this connection? The Aramaic, the original definition or meaning, the meaning behind a word was it will be created. And then the Hebrew changing of that word was Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We have moved from spirit to man, right? And so we're now taught, or some of us were taught, perhaps, that we are not creators, that we are um, following, following, right, the lead of a creator that's external to us, rather us being a part of the creator, that the creator is living through us and giving us that ability to create. Let's go back to the original meaning versus the meaning of how man is interpreting that. Now, Father, Son, Holy Spirit, you could be Christian, uh, you could practice the comedic religion or spiritual practices, Yoruba teachings, what have you. And we can take Father, Son, Holy Spirit to mean an abundance of things. So I'm not going to say that that phrase in itself is limiting. What limits us is the interpretation by the people and the individuals that are presenting that. So in that case, I like to move away from that and go back to our words will create. Okay, so 
think about the phrase, the meanings of curses versus spells, are you cursing yourself or are you setting up spells to bring forth things in your life? It is something you can do, right? On this full moon, this energy that it's around the full moon right now, take time to put out your spell, right? And again, not to scare you, right? Not to scare you, but put out that vocal incantation of the feelings, the emotions that you desire. I often say, I desire pleasure, just pure joy and nirvana for myself and my family. That's what I want to bring forth. I don't know how it's going to come, right? When it comes, and I believe I receive it, but when it comes, it may, yeah, it may come in the form of something financial, but it may come in the form of an impromptu get-together or outing. That is what I want. I don't care the avenue in which it comes. That's not for me to figure out, but that is for spirit to, to figure out. But I know that I have to first connect with spirit to be able to say, yes, I am ready to receive it. I am open for you to come. I am open for those things to enter into my life. I am a conduit ready to allow this energy to move through. And so that's what I charge you with today as you're listening, whether it's around the full moon or not, I charge you with setting your intentions and do that spell work. On that, I am going to leave you and rest my throat. Okay. Have a great week and join me next time on Black Goddess Healing and Manifestation. Take care.